This is sports. 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 With a capital F. This is sports with a capital F. This is sports. This is sports with a capital F. F. Generals. Welcome to the Sports with a Capital F podcast. I am Graham, and he's that guy named Flea. And we are here. I don't know what you I don't know what you people have done. We're still here doing this thing. Yeah. Well, I haven't been here for a while, but shouts out to uh, Griff. I, you know, I, he's healed from his anal contusions, and he he was able he was able to sit in a chair long enough to do a podcast. So good for him. Glad he's healing well. Thank you. Yeah, uh, I think that may have been one of the main issues with Griff was that you know the sitting down thing was so difficult. It's hard to do a podcast standing up. So yeah, it was yeah, good for him yeah, to yeah, fill yeah. in. You're a busy man. The move has been uh, something else, but you're yeah. Uh, yeah, you know, life life happens, man. You know, through all that busyness, I've been finding time to clinch my spot in the Cap F Sports first annual uh, playoffs of the fantasy football. So, shouts out to the people who know things about football in that league, Kevin, B. Young, oh. and uh, R- Ricky, Rick, Rick, Richard, you guys, you know. Yeah, you know. Letting- as one of the stewards of that league, I feel like I should be checking it more, but I'm, I I was done a little while ago. So you, what, you guys are probably in the playoffs at this point, right? The first week of the playoffs is this week and I'm playing against Kevin this week. So nice. So who all made it? Do you know off the top of your head? Yeah. Yeah. Me, me, Kevin, uh, my boy, be young and Ricky. Nice. Nice. Okay. That should be a good mix. Yeah. You know, I meant, you know, I, I did, I have a couple of shout outs, but I meant to shout out your boy B young. The other day I was on the couch and a little bit inebriated and I was just sort of flipping through YouTube and I remembered that he made music and I wouldn't, he had like a travel video thing he did. It was pretty wet. It wasn't bad at all. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah, no, for sure. Uh, time to be young.com. Shouts out to him. Yeah. Uh, Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. But he did. I, I, en- I enjoyed, I enjoyed the flavor of it. And he, he definitely still like, he has like a, such an old school flow that is sort of uh, refreshing, you know, but mm-hmm. the top, the, the topics and the rhymes are unique. So yeah, not bad at all. Yeah. I definitely recommend people check that guy. You said time to be young. Dot com. Yeah, B-E-Y-O-U-N-G, correct. Yes. Yes. Don't, I mean, don't associate this podcast with his music because he's a hardworking teacher now and he has a reputation to maintain, uh, well, again, that's another topic conversation there. Yeah, I actually um, didn't know that, but it's a little late now. Cat's out of the bag. I do not have the capabilities to edit that out. Uh, the other, yeah, that's totally fine. <laughs> the other shout out I did want to give is to a guy named Chris Myris. He was actually at one point my one of my supervisors when I was in the Air Force. I served with this guy. We worked in the same shop, and he is now a United States postal worker. He became a mailman, which is a lot of, in my mind, I've kind of thought that maybe that was what I would do when I got out of the military, but definitely shouts out to him. He's a mailman. He shot, hit us up on Twitter the other day, says the man, the man says he walks like 14 miles a day and he's been binge listening to sports. Oh, with yeah, the capital so, F. Yeah, shouts out, yeah. yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So definitely much appreciated. That's, that's certainly an outside opinion. You know, a guy who's like no stock in, you know, telling us not like it is or lying to us. So definitely appreciate that. And I appreciate all of you who are listening now and uh, I'm gonna turn it over to you, sir. You mentioned before we started rolling that you had some. Oh, uh, well, that, well, that was the thing. I wanted to talk about the fantasy football and I know you try to dodge that again because the team, <laughs> only had, you know, the team only had three three wins. There's not much to talk about. 
about it, but you know, I I'll don't keep, have I'll much keep to the contribute there. It's hard for me to contribute yeah. to that conversation. I did, I did I mean, you're, matrix you're the shit out of that one. Your team is called the Cap App Sports Fantasy Football Team or something like that. I don't know. I thought it was important to you. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> the league is the Cap App Sports Fantasy League, and I it, uh, it, it it is important to me. You're still in it, so one of the arms of the actual podcast is still in it. Griff started the league. I doubt that he's checking very much anymore either. But yeah, only having I have managed to field a Bears style. Uh, fantasy football team for the last three solid seasons. Uh, but, you know, I just keep yeah. showing up. People demand it. And, wh- and what about the Bears? You think uh, it's a big weekend this week. We have to play the Browns, and it's like yeah, we don't want to be that team that loses to the Browns. If anybody can do it. It's us. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I I didn't watch much football. When was that? Last Sunday, I believe. And, but I did catch the end of the Browns and the Packers, and it really looked like the Browns were going to get their first win of the season by beating the Packers. And I'm not exactly sure why, but I felt like I would have got a lot of satisfaction out of that. And well, then, well, that was the week that Trubisky went off, too. That was the week that was. Trubisky had a big It yes, was. Correct. And then he went off and stunk it up next week. That's what worries me, that we're going to be the team that loses their Browns on Christmas. So. <sighs> Yeah. yeah, the Bears need to be sold as an organization. Someone needs to buy them. Listen up, folks. Flea Wait. is in the market. You know, you yeah. need you. Maybe you need to petition Chance the Rapper to buy the Bulls because you know there's another famous rapper in the news who's planning to buy an NFL team. Yeah, Pop Daddy, and you know, and the the, the funny thing about it is he wants to get Colin Kaepernick involved, and it just so happens to be the Black Panthers. I mean, and I, I don't like to make things about race. I don't like to do that. But I mean, we already know what kind of circus. Sometimes show this it's is pretty funny. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's going to be a circus show. Like I don't even. Yeah. I don't even want to know. Like yeah, for people black- that don't know the group, the in people that me and Flea grew up with, who are still like congealed and still speak to one another regularly. It's a very diverse group, and race comes up pretty regularly. <laughs> Yeah, no, I'm the regular. Yeah, you know, like because I, it's funny. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I refer to one of my best friends as, as the fat Jew, so, and he knows he's, who he is. Shouts out to the fat Jew. Yeah, Corey Many, Reisner. You know, but yeah, the <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he know, he knows they know. We can move on. But I, for people who don't know him, you know, those outside listeners, you know, Google him. You can tell he's he's always yeah. wearing something that you feel like he could be concealing gold in. Is all I say. <laughs> Just Which he definitely is. Yeah, he definitely. Is. He's hiding it, but yeah. Yeah. Uh, where were we going with this? Oh yeah, Puff Daddy oh. buying the Panthers. Well, what do you think about that? Because you know, I was, I was watching something today, and I was like, the NFL doesn't want that. They want an old white man owner to buy them. Like, and does Puff Daddy even have like that kind of money to buy it? That's expensive. Yeah, yeah. I don't. Yeah, and that's, that's the of- thing too, because it's not like he's buying the Memphis Grizzlies. You know, like he's buying like a. Not only is he buying an NFL team, but he's buying an NFL team that has had, you know, a lot of success. They've managed to build a pretty solid bandwagon recently. I'll throw well, that really- question back to you. Do you think Diddy's buying the team because he feels it's? Oh no! You know what? That's a stupid question because I think the Panthers' owner is being forced to sell it. This is what or, happened. Or he wants to sell it. Yeah, he, he, the, the Panthers' owner came out first and said he wanted to sell the team before Diddy came out and said he was going to buy the team yeah. or wanted. To. 
And I think Kaepernick involved himself. Kaepernick definitely doesn't have that kind of money, but he could maybe like be, you know, like a public figure for the team. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, if he's if they got a bunch of backers, I, I don't I mean, know. He's I mean, he's not there's, fifty. There's, he could just play for the team, right? Like, well, that's what they're saying that they would put him as a starter, but who knows? I mean, these are once again scenarios which you have to ask yourself: you Is does Puff Daddy have an album coming out? Because this could be all for. Oh, publicity. that's a good question. I don't know. Is he releasing Bad Boy? I don't, I don't mm. know. That's a good question. Is he going to be the next person brought up on sexual misconduct? <laughs> oh, probably. Yeah. You got to imagine. You got to imagine. Guy like that. If Puff Daddy was broke, do you think he'd be getting laid? Because I think that's, I think that's gener- generally the thing you should look at. Is like, if that dude was broke... Would he ever get laid? And if the answer is no, then he probably has some skeletons in his closet. Like if you're looking at like one of these like wealthy, powerful figures. Oh yeah, no, of course, yeah, no, and it's the, and it's you know not not to put down the hip hop game, uh, whatsoever, but it is the hip hop game. So like, of course, there's a lot yeah. of exploiting women involved. Yeah. Well, and there's also yeah. not to not to you know trivialize what's going on in the news right now but also in the hip-hop world there's a there is no shortage of thirsty thirsty wannabe celebrity women around either and so if you think diddy hadn't accidentally knocked a few of those down who might come back in the future like i'll tell everybody you know you put stuff in my butt or give me a million (laughs) dollars you know that comes up too it has to it has to be part of the conversation you ever seen that movie backstage or whatever? It was that documentary of all those cats that were like on the road, like yeah, the locks and all vaguely. that? Yeah, vaguely. Yeah, I remember it was the locks, DMX. Um, didn't yeah, DMX yeah. punch and somebody in that? It was a bunch of some. No, some some chick went and gave somebody him somebody some head in the toilet. Well, she gonna come out? She gonna come out twenty years from now and be like, yeah, you know, he made, made me suck his, suck his dick in the bathroom. Yeah, no, yeah, he used his influence yeah. to force me to do that thing. I asked him <laughs> yeah. if I could do, yeah. But yeah, I do, you know, I, I do want to tread carefully because, you know, I mean, I don't want people to get the wrong impression. I have a daughter, but funny is funny. And we're talking about the hip hop world and even the entertainment industry. You know, I yeah. think there's probably a good deal of that. And I think that yeah. was sort of, I think Bill Cosby kind of hid behind that for, for, at, for so long that eventually it was like, look, man, if, if you bumped into a girl in the mall, you're probably guilty because... Bill Cosby, like, sounds like that was like a sociopathic train of like calculated sexual misconduct. Same with Harvey Weinstein, you know. No, yeah. And I'd I'd hate to see, I'd hate to see instances of women who had sex with someone and regretted it being lumped in with people who were assaulted by someone like Bill Cosby or Harvey Weinstein. Yeah, not that one. I agree. God, that's too serious for this podcast. I know. Let's get back to some real shit. Let's get back to you and this UFO conspiracy oh, and all this. Sorry. Yeah. Yes. Let's yeah. do it. Yeah. Okay. So I don't know. So see, I don't know if you actually saw the news story or not. And I saw it. And it's been, it's been, I did so, see it. it's I did been see. sort of a clickbaity news story. I mentioned it on the Sunday address last week, so I won't really go into the story. But it, it sort of revealed that like for what was it, eight, seven years or so. From 2007 to 2012, I think it was, the U.S. government um, 
spent $20 million on UFO investigation, right? And, and the headline for this story has always been to this point, secret UFO program declassified by U.S. government or something like that. When really, like, I th- all I wanted to say about it today was that really, if you look at it, the government spends $20 million a second on way dumber shit than that. Like, no, way more crazy I like it. than that. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. I like it that they at least want to know. Like, that's, and that's, that's a damn good question. I, it's funny, too, because I live in Arizona, too, and, like, you know, that's where a lot of this UFO right, stuff happens. Right, over, right. Over well, you actually, yeah, and I don't, spoiler alert, too, though, you live in a region of the country where the Air Force has bases that test experimental aircraft that, like, aren't, like, like, the fact that they do that at those bases isn't some kind of highly guarded secret. You know, it doesn't mean that they have the bodies of aliens, you know, at their disposal. It just means that, you know, that's a place where they do that. So sometimes that's what's seen. And also you live in the geographical area of the largest air combat command base, I believe in the United States and that's Nellis, or at least one of the most active, and that's outside of Las Vegas. So there are all kinds of jet fighters, and they run exercises out of there. I, when I was in the Air Force, I went to Nellis, excuse me, on numerous occasions. And when I wasn't passed out in a gutter on the strip, I was on the base working on airplanes, and like they would have jets of all different kinds out there. And then you pile that on with the fact that you're in a part of the country where like it's kind of like being in the southeast in the amount of meth people consume. Yes. You know? Correct. So Yeah, no, definitely. But that yeah, story no, I mean, I... specifically, it's not hard to believe. And if you think about it between 2007 and 2012 how much money the government spent on ridiculous defense shit, it wouldn't have been that hard for uh former Senate majority leader Harry Reid to funnel $20 million into something. And when they were like, where'd that money go to? He was like, UFO research. We got to know. Does China have UFOs? Does Russia <laughs> have UFOs? You know what I mean? Like it's, and then, the, I mean, but and, I'm all, oh, good. I'm all for a tax proposal that says, Hey, we want to raise a tax for us to search for UFOs. Fine. I support that because that's my money well spent. That's me being like, yeah, I, I would love to put, I want to know. Yeah. Well, and that's and that's fine too. But the the way this worked out was we're hearing about it five years after the program was killed, and they're like, "Where'd this twenty million dollars go?" And they're like, "Aliens." Yeah, but there's got to be a reason why they struck the research that something happened to even make them conduct an Who experiment. Who knows, though, like, man? They may have used that money to go on like a puppy raping vacation on an island somewhere, and they like they were like, "Where'd that twenty million dollars go?" They're like, "UFO research." Okay, <laughs> put that out. Like, who knows with those twenty million dollars is nothing though to the Department of Defense. And then I do want to address the video because I saw the video, and actually. I, You know, I'm someone who is willing to accept the bullet point facts of mainstream news, right? Like if the news is like there was a tornado in this city and it destroyed these buildings and they have like videos of the tornado and they tell the story. I understand how earth science works enough to understand that there probably was a tornado there and like 
you know, there wasn't a guy in a building who pushed the tornado button. It was like, who needs <laughs> Joplin, Missouri? Because there were tornadoes way before there were conspiracy theories. Yeah. There were tornadoes before there were people. But this UFO video was, this UFO thing was presented like that. And a lot of the news stories came with this video that was allegedly declassified footage from an F-18 from a Navy pilot tracking a UFO uh, but the video in the top corner has a logo and the video itself is from the Academy. Uh, what is it called? To the Stars Academy. Have you heard of To the Stars Academy? I have never heard of this. To the Stars Academy. I'm going to look at you while I tell you about this. Okay. <laughs> to the Stars Academy was started by uh, Tom DeLong, who was the lead singer of Blink-182. Remember Blink-182? Yeah, yeah. I know okay. The spiders eating their insides. That guy <laughs> is the brainchild. That company is his brainchild, and he is completely insane. Okay. That company is a sham. He's talking about he's going to develop warp drives. Do, I encourage all our listeners, while I wouldn't encourage you necessarily to listen to another podcast, I do encourage you to listen to the episode of the Joe Rogan Experience when Tom DeLong was on there talking about his company. And uh, he's, he's insane. I'll let you judge for yourselves. But the man's completely insane. He thinks he's going to like build alien technology. He has all these stories about clandestine meetings he had in diners. And basically the idea is that all these <laughs> government agencies felt like he could bring this technology to the masses slowly enough that it wouldn't freak him out because he's a rock star. Like that's I mean, his reasoning, right? But he is the guy that to the stars Academy is that is his thing. Well, what is, what does the two the stars Academy do? Are they like space researchers then? Is no, pretty- no, they're, no, they're, they're, they're act. What they're doing is they're selling of sh- They're selling a scam. It's like Graham's totally legit. Jesus Christ, whatever the holiday scam thing I made up. Like it's like oh, yeah. that, but it's like, preying on people's willingness to believe that this alien technology exists. And I find it convenient that they've made a considerable sum of money in donations. This story breaks. And then their video is the cornerstone of this story. This video appears on everything. And those people are wackos. Like they have all kinds of videos on their website that are clearly computer generated images. Like, the only corroboration that that video is declassified government video is in the is like in the closed captions of this video from to the stars academy like this is this is tantamount to a youtube sasquatch sighting video prompting a front page story <laughs> on the bbc news like it is almost i was sucked in but it is almost assuredly bullshit. I'm about to check that out. I was going to do some yeah. research on No, that. and I encourage everyone to go look at it. And I'm telling you, if you look at it without the foreknowledge of what To The Stars Academy is, you may be sucked in. It's totally possible. I was briefly. I was like, because you know me, man. I love conspiracy theories, but generally I can see through them 
like that. But this one, I was like, wait, this is on the BBC News. The New York Times is carrying this. They got this video. But that's the only video I've seen. So like I said at the beginning of this rant, if anyone has what? a version of that video that isn't from the To The Stars Academy uh, website, like if it's, not, if it's a video that wasn't pulled from declassified CIA footage, I would love to see it. I, I would, it would certainly allow me to be like, oh, okay, at least maybe I would be like, okay, other governments are experimenting with propulsion technology that we don't understand. And that's really what the whole story was about was the government was like, we need to dump a little bit of money into making sure that like other countries aren't ahead of us in propulsion development. You know what I mean? Like that China and <coughs> Russia haven't like made some giant leap in the understanding of physical science on earth that we don't understand it. Sorry, I just spent a good bit of time there yeah, yelling. What's your, th what's your thoughts on UFOs, sir? I, I don't know. I, I've seen the movie Independence Day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. said. Yeah. No, That's I, what I believe in. I, I believe in there's been some kind of... I, I mean, I just think it's impossible that in a whole wide world galaxy... I just saw Star Wars the other day, too, which gives me more reason to believe that traveling at light speed, which is a good movie, at light speed, there's de definitely UFOs. Could so. be. And I mean, and, and I don't, you know, I don't want to sound some kind of, like some kind of weird centrist who isn't into like the farthest reaches. Like I'm into what scientists who are way out over the ledge are saying. Like I can appreciate that perhaps like we live in a reality where like, excuse me, the entire history of the universe is that like it exists, it expands, it contracts and then starts all the way over again. And we're living in a cyclical universe or that like, you know, the universe is so vast that certainly life has existed other places. I just don't think that the way we understand life is how it would happen on another planet. Like if you start examining all the evolutionary oh, properties that led to us, yeah, yeah. like becoming monkeys, becoming apes, you know, having thumbs, even just as humans, our interest in space only resulted in war with each other. You know, there'd be no space. We would have no interest in space. There'd be no space program without the cold war. You know, so you would need another planet that experienced all these same things. And then, you know, if this planet is has evolved to this point and we weren't able to track their radio signals or anything, or we haven't heard anything from them, even if they're in our cosmic backyard, they could be 30,000 light years away, which means if they're observing us, they're seeing what happened 30,000 years ago. You know what I mean? And then it's like, how oh, do we so know like, how do we like a, know their like civilization would survive long enough to come visit here? And then if you're that badass, why would you come here? Well, I don't see it that way. I just see it as once again, it's a vast amount of space. Mm -hmm. It kind of be it'd be very impossible that this one small planet, this small planet, one of the smallest planets in our solar system is the only life form in outer space. No, no, no. I would be, yeah, I, I definitely don't subscribe. I think there may be some kind of life in our solar system. I think there may be some kind of life on some of the moons of Saturn 
some of the moons of Jupiter, like life we don't understand though, like not human organisms. Or yeah, stuff like, like, but like, like different yeah. kinds of biological organisms that have developed in the environment in which they came from. And I think we're kind of, I think it's ridiculous to think that, you know, in the grand scheme that we're like the most advanced species on this planet, like we're the most dominant one, but like dolphins are pretty smart and they've never felt the need to like build societies, you know, like trees, trees evolved to just be like, well, I'm just going to sit here and soak up all this stuff that keeps me alive and I'll be here for several hundred years. You know, without having to like worry about consciousness or fighting or any of that. I mean, we're sort of a sort of a ragtag species born out of this like clawing for survival. You know, like if you look at us compared to other animals, even on our own planet, like we're real squishy and like it's kind of easy to break us. But we have the advantage of like walking upright, being able to see at good distances uh, you know, the ability to raise Yeah, but that's them. evolution, though. That's evolution of the right. animal. Like, most animals probably right. evolved into something yeah. different. But I'm saying that, know. like, that, we have, we, it's possible we evolved into this kind of thing on accident. You know, like, it's possible we evolved no, into something with a consciousness, like, as a complete goof, you know? Like, there may well, be... Well, it's like that article of monkeys having sex with dares, you know? Like, <laughs> it all comes back to those Japanese monkeys banging those dares. <laughs> yeah, I'm just saying. <laughs> this is weird shit. Yeah. yeah that's that's an accident, know. I'm sure. Yeah. No, uh, but I agree with you. Yeah, the idea that we're the only life in the universe, or the we might not even be the only life that's ever existed in this solar system. Like, we're just pretty sure we are. Yeah, no, because you only can know so much. Like you, can, like I said, you can look at a tree and tell how old it is, but how actually could you look into a planet that you've never been on? Yeah. And yeah. yeah. I mean, the same argument can be made for our own fossil record. I mean, and I, I'm not, I definitely don't denigrate science, obviously, but you know, there's like these ideas about when were there people in North America? And then, you know, a while back, they're like, oh, it's 50,000 years ago. And then they find remains. They're like, oh, maybe it was a hundred thousand years ago. Oh, well, when did people leave Africa? Oh, it was, let's say 300,000 or a hundred thousand years ago. And then they find remains in like Northern Russia. And they're that are 150,000 years old of one of our distant ancestors. You know, there's only so much you can know, but you can at least be pointed in the right direction. I'll just say this, though. In the words, I think it was Michael Jackson said it. You are not alone. You are not alone. I so. am here with you. That's weird. On the spot, I forgot the words, but I know those words. Yeah, no, it's Michael. Yeah, Michael. He, yeah, Michael Jackson, Michael Jackson probably would have banged those deers. <laughs> those deer were no, cute. Those deer. I saw the videos of those deer. You know what was funny about that yeah. article, though, that they totally just brushed over. That I had to go research a little bit on my own. Apparently, like emperor or uh, fur seals will like rape. Uh, what are the emperor penguins in the Antarctic? Yeah, like, I think I was mentioning that too. Yeah, I remember hearing that. It was, so. yeah, it, it wasn't the you know story so of the day, but it was stuff. still. I was still like, wait, what? <laughs> evolution, my friend. Yeah. Evolution. Be careful. Yeah. You're not in charge of it. That's for sure. 
you seen Futurama, like, remember Squid, the guy, the walking Dr. Squid guy? Oh, like, that's yeah, how- Dr. Zoidberg, yeah, with the claws, Dr. yeah, Zoidberg. oh, yeah. yeah. Nope. This, this is where it's going. This is how yeah. this creates. You don't fish, ever know, a species could end up in a situation where it can't mate with anything else, and all of a sudden there's crab people. Yeah. You don't know, people would be out swimming with dolphins. Those dolphins could be sitting in there doing all types of weird things getting you to impregnate them i don't know so that's true i i would like to uh i would like to briefly <laughs> mention to you as a side note that this podcast was supposed to be like a singular podcast about we were going to talk about drugs and sports and addiction to opioids oh, yeah, but, but <laughs> <laughs> that was that was our attempt and i think we did good though i think we had a better podcast than that we'll get to that eventually because it is now time for some power and rankings. And now, the cap F Sports Power Rankings. Drugs and sports is much better. <laughs> yeah. No, we'll, the drugs and sports podcast, we'll save for the new year. That that could that could be like our award-winning 30 for 30 style podcast. Because oh, no. we'll come with, we'll come, I'll come with more than these three bullet points. Uh, but the power rankings for this episode, Tornado. Fall, ah, uh, you want to go season or act? What do you mean act? For fall, like you want to go with the season or like the act of falling, like someone falling. Oh, oh, I think oh, for oh, our oh. purposes, we should probably go with falling, but it's up to you. Yeah, we can go with falling. Okay, we can go falling. So tornado, like fall, and work. Ooh. Yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and take the reins and say work is probably pretty low on the list but certainly not lower than tornado yeah but i'll tell you one thing about tornado i will work hard enough to never live in a place that's accustomed to tornadoes so that would be the most important thing for me is to stay away from a tornado like that's I, true and, that's true yeah. and falling down is terrible unless you see it Unless you're falling down, running from a tornado once again. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So tornado certainly at the bottom. And actually I would rather go to work than suffer a terrible fall. What if you fall at work? During a tornado drill. During during a tornado drill. Oh my God. (laughs) Blowing my mind, sir. Um, What if I fell at work during a tornado drill? How would I rank those in that moment? Okay, I would rank fall at the bottom in that moment, work second, because I'm like, oh shit, I just hurt myself in front of all these people I work with, and then tornado at the top, because I'm like, there wasn't really a tornado, and I'm going to have a hellified <laughs> lawsuit on my hands. So in Practice. That, yeah. <laughs> Practice. <laughs> yeah, I would, yeah. Who is that, Jim Mora? I would get him as my lawyer. He'd <laughs> be like, how did he fall down? No, that's, that's Alan Iverson was the practice. Oh, Alan Jim Iverson was the playoffs. 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 Playoffs? Yeah, I was doing his point. I'm yeah. talking about practice. Yeah, yeah, Alan Iverson. We'd be good there. Yeah. <laughs> How'd you well, fall down? Uh, well, practice? Yeah. We're talking about practice. Tornado drill. Yeah. We're and then about the practice. next day, there's actually. Next day, there's an extra tornado, and you're stuck because you have a torn MCL or whatever, and you can't even move because you fell down at work during your yeah. tornado drill. You know, Just many times it. in my life, I've worried I'm a terrible person, and I'm sure you suffered from this regularly. 
But when <laughs> I when I saw the uh, the fires in California and how ridiculous they were, like around L.A., my first thought was I was like, "Wow, what if they had the big earthquake right now?" Well, it's funny because Oregon had some earthquakes. Uh, not too long. Or, or Oregon's right on that that fault line too. Up yeah. There. Oh yeah. That, no, the Oregon is full of volcanoes and all kinds of horror. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So. Uh, no, they had an earthquake the other day. No, they're saying it's completely different than it. But I mean, the ground's starting to move over there, and yep. I mean, it, it 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 could happen any day. Yeah. Well, you've seen. I mean, you know that that earthquake that hit Haiti was tremendous. Japan's had a few big ones in our lifetime. Shit, even San Francisco's had a couple big ones in our lifetime. Mexico City, <clears> dude. <throat> did you see the videos in Mexico City? What was yeah. that like a month ago? Everyone's mm-hmm. already forgotten about well, that. I, the videos of people getting out of their cars. Because, you know, Mexico City is enormous. It's one of the biggest cities on the planet. And so they have tons of sky ri- like skyscrapers. There were videos of people who were downtown in the city getting out of their cars and pointing their cameras up. And the skyscrapers were like waving in the, from the tremors. Like just waving. Yeah, no, yeah. Just at any minute, it, it, one of them could have just broken half. Yeah, and no, fell and- into another and fell into another. So like imagine that you know in you know in Los Angeles and it's a little bit bigger and that was a huge earthquake that killed a lot of people and nobody really gave this. a shit. I watched a special on volcanoes and um, the, they said the fault line that's on the west coast is like ten times bigger than like the fault line that happened in like all these other major earthquakes. Yeah. So it's like this would be like a super quake like like you know the whole. The West Coast is like, like I speak. yeah, that's that San Andreas fault line, man. The uh, that fault line, right. you know, it was it's it's one of those things. It was like before Hurricane Katrina, the government had these like they had this handful of big plans for natural disasters. The top two were the flood that engulfs New Orleans which happened and they failed to enact that plan. And the second one is the earthquake that levels Los Angeles. Like those are the first two on that list because they understand how great the risk is, you know? Yeah. The risk is still great. And or shit. If you've ever been to San Francisco, could you, there's how many people are in the Bay area? Like there could be potentially an earthquake so big there that it just level all that. It'd be like taking the the entire Bay area and like putting it in a tray and shaking it until it was just level. Yeah. That's what Mexico City looked like. That's why those videos were so insane. They were so hard to watch. You know? Yeah, no, it'd be crazy. Oh, volcanoes have started to erupt it yet. Yeah, no, I'm glad I don't live in the West Coast anymore. Yeah. Well <laughs> sort of all you have to all you have to worry about is an uprising against the government. No. Yeah. Well, I saw some guy driving down the street with Trump Trump flags on his truck today kind of reminded me i was at well we don't we don't live anywhere near each other but since i live in georgia and you live in arizona i will say welcome to that kind of thing well at least i can go down to the walmart and just go pick up a gun no problem which i'm yeah i would definitely definitely if i was you i would get a shotgun just to put in the house i wouldn't bother walking around with a handgun it's sort of a sort of unnecessary but i would definitely get a shotgun for the house I can go get anything. I can go buy. Any, I can go buy the yard sales. Yeah, I'm go you absolutely myself. can. You can buy them from another person. You live in a stand and shoot state, I believe, too, or whatever they yeah. call that. Stand your yeah. ground. Ah, oh, 
Well, we've done 35 minutes, but I think they've done well. I could continue, but I like to give the people a break because I don't know how they feel about us going. Well, I, definitely, I definitely think that we need to talk about the sports and drugs next time, and then no, once again, we will. The that will be the whole. It'll be the whole focus of the next podcast. Oh, shouts out to my boy Jay Cutler because we haven't talked in a while. My boy Jay Cutler, even though he had a bum week last week, <laughs> the week before, the week before. He had put up – those. did you see that game against the Patriots? That I, guy, Jay Cutler. I didn't watch the game. I saw the numbers. And you know what I said? I said, classic Jay winning when it doesn't matter to make it harder to cut him the next season. And that's what I'll that's, say. That, you know what we call that? We call that checkmate. We call that padding the numbers to keep yourself alive and that's another reason why he's so infuriating because you're like how come you can play like that when it doesn't matter at all what do you mean it does matter at least they're playing to the b500 record the bears are playing to win five games at this point to not lose to the browns if we lose to the browns aren't going to the play no we're in worse shape than the dolphins but i think we're i think we'll be a better organization moving forward than whoever has jay cutler I mean, Jay Cutler had a pretty good. I'm just saying, I like Mitch Trubisky. I'm not going to turn my back on Mitch, but I, I do like Jay. If you still want to come back, Jay, or maybe, maybe just invite us out to Miami or wherever your home is. Yeah, absolutely. I would love to do a podcast with Jay Cutler, and I would probably not talk any shit to him because he's enormous. But when we left, I'd be talking hella shit. I'd be like, "Do you see how gay that dude clearly is?" No, we'll see. We'll see. One we'll day. See. One day. Who knows? That'll be okay. our that'll be our keystone guest. But anyway, this is Sports with Cablev Podcast. He's Felisky. I'm Graham. And we have wasted enough of your time. Everybody, oh yeah, enjoy your holidays. Happy holidays if you don't hear from us. I'm going to Chicago for New Year's. My man Felisky's probably be comatose, but we'll definitely try to squeeze one more in before then, maybe next Thursday. I think we could do it. Uh, but thank you for listening. Like, subscribe to the Facebook page. I'm seeing pretty positive numbers on the listening only audience and no additions to the subscribers to the YouTube channel. And uh, yeah, I don't know. And Chris Parrish, Chris Parrish, I hope you listened to the show by now. Yeah, you would think so. He po- he meant, I don't know if you saw him in the group mentioned that he saw the UFO episode, but I don't think he's listening very carefully. So listen better, Chris. Good night, everybody. Peace. This is sports with a capital F. This is sports. F. F. This is capital. This is sports. This is sports. This is sports.